0: Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata, and I know something about feeling hopeless. <laughs> really, I do, honestly. there There is nothing more suffocating, more soul-stifling than the feeling of hopelessness. And even though those sad days were so long ago when I was first adjusting to life in a wheelchair, I have never forgotten. I've made it my purpose never to forget those claustrophobic feelings of hopelessness. When I got out of the hospital and moved in with my sister, Jay, on the farm... I would spend hours some days parked by the farmhouse window that overlooked our pasture and the barn. I'd see my sisters saddle up their horses and go for rides. I'd watch the birds flit and fly, the horses running through the field, the wind blowing. And what was I? I was stuck. I felt completely stuck. I had been praying for God to heal me, even if it were only getting back use of my hands. But my prayers seemed to be going nowhere. God did not seem to be listening. Worse yet, it seemed he was saying no to my request for healing. When my paralysis finally began to sink in, I mean, when I realized it was permanent, I felt like my life had come to a dead end. I had absolutely no strength to fight off that blanket of hopelessness that settled over me. Because when you've tried every option, it is despairing to think that you have come to the end of your rope with no aid in sight. Hopelessness only gets worse when we fail to sense God's hand in the hardship or the presence of his help. It's demoralizing to feel as though God is off somewhere, distracted by the, the, the needs of, you know, more obedient saints than you. Well, if I'm talking to you today, if you're struggling against despair, especially if you're a follower of Jesus, dealing with a sense of loss of hope, please, please remember this. Hope is built on a fact. And here's the facts straight out of Psalm 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. There you go. Because this verse assures you that not only is the help of God available and accessible to you at all times, but God himself is always the present help in every trial. He just doesn't give you help. He is your help. God never becomes distracted from your life. He never takes time off from tending to your needs. When troubles come, he does not back away to allow Satan a free hand. And if you need another fact to build your hope on, try what God says in Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 41. It says there, quote, I will rejoice in doing them good with all my heart and soul. No, I never got out of my wheelchair, and no, I never got back use of my hands. But with God is my ever-present help. I began to see the good he was accomplishing in my life. He was using my wheelchair to refine and strengthen my faith, uproot out of my heart bitterness, resentment, pride, using my wheelchair to cultivate a spirit of gratitude, as well as compassion toward others who were hurting. Friend, God's idea of good was to deepen my prayer life and get me digging into his word. These are the good things God rejoices in doing in your life. And what springs from it? Hope. So today, friend, remember that God understands those feelings of hopelessness, but he is right there in it with you, an ever-present help in your trouble, to give you hope that you lack. The Lord of light is your friend in darkness. The Lord of life stands beside you in death. The Lord of hope is your companion in despair. The Prince of Peace supports you when no peace can be found. And the God of all comfort waits faithfully near you. The source of all joy is close by when death has robbed you of joy. So have hope friend. God is always present with his help and his hope.